this week comes to remind us that we are indeed just some cosmic glitter in the landscape of the universe. The energy this week has the potential to feel like sunlight off of the ocean, sparkling, warm, magical, and I'm going to talk about how we can tap into that and more on today's episode. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Rx radio energy report. Um, This is your Friday rundown where I break down the astro weather, how it affects us on earth, how we can make the most of it, and of course, how we can use it to align with our highest and hottest self and be of service in these ever-changing times. Who am I? I'm your girl. Welcome. I'm your new best friend, okay? Spiritual bestie right here. High vibe hype woman, cosmic consultant, Maddie Murphy. How we doing? How we doing coming off of this super full moon in cap? Like that was a wild ass full moon. Biggest and brightest of the year. Felt like she was outside my window on our community platform. People were sharing really cool images and it was just like sunlight at night. That was a big moon. She was conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. So lots of release, lots of being called to shed and transform and make room for something new. So if you're listening to this and you didn't get a chance to tune into that full moon energy, you still have a few days, okay? Mama Moon gets it. She knows you're busy. She knows you got things to do. Today, we're going to talk about, it's our last full week of cancer season. So happy birthday, happy solar return season to all my mystical moonbeams and cosmic crappies. I hope you were able to delight in yourself, and I hope you were able to ditch the familiar for the fantastic. I hope that the universe shed its ever-loving grace and love on you during your return season. And then next up, we have Leo. Leo season. You know I love my fire sign seasons. I really do. So next week, we'll be talking about a few things. Um, A little teaser here. We'll be talking about Leo season. We'll be talking about, you know, new moon in Leo. Um, but really the end of a, of July, the astrology is to put it in a really like technical astro jargon term. It's cuckoo banana pants. Talked about it on our full moon call this week, but just giving everyone lots of heads up. We'll dive into it deeper next week, but we have the triple conjunction in Taurus. That's the North Node, Mars and Uranus coming together in Taurus, the end of the month like feeling it July 29th, August 2nd, um, just lots of energy coming together, lots of like destiny lines, um, action, maybe some heat, um, volatility, uh, but change, transformation. So I just want us to start thinking about how we can ground down. If the full moon in Capricorn was nudging you to take some action step, especially since it was, you know, 
leather daddy Saturn ruling that moon, I'm just going to encourage us to like, trust that, trust that nudge, trust what we're meant to be putting that action step into place because it might feel good to have that cleared out or set up by the end of July. Okay. Cosmic tip. See, I told you I'm your girl guiding you through this crazy thing called life. So um, this week we're going to talk about last season of last week of cancer season. Venus is going to move into cancer. Mercury is moving into Leo. And again, these are just energies of water and sunlight to me. And we're going to talk about how to use that. Before we do that, Virgo announcements, housekeeping. Thank you to everyone who's been joining our Cosmic RX community platform. Come on over. Come on over, baby. Christina Aguilera, if you haven't yet, come check it out. We have a free option. Essentially, we want it to be a moon-based social media platform for cosmic change makers to learn more about themselves, to connect in, to learn about the daily cycles and rhythms, especially of the moon, and to gather, to gather for the new moon, full moon, everything in between. We have a host of curated, vetted coaches, healers, teachers that we trust, and we have a whole growing revolutionary crew of baddies all over the world literally, and from every industry and walk of life, it is like a constant amazement to me. So if you're been craving like like-minded community, or you just need a group of people to ask like, what Oracle deck should I use? Or, you know, what, what's a pendulum or what the heck is going on with my progressed moon? Come on over. We have a free version and then we have Cosmic RX Plus Premium. That's just $9 a month. We want to keep this accessible and affordable on that. You get access to our live moon calls, our monthly moon guide, all kinds of booties. <laughs> My Chiron and Gemini, it like plays me sometimes. Booties is AKA bonus goodies. Um, and we have like, if you've done our birth chart decoder, when you sign up for the premium, you can really click in to each part of that decoder and go a little deeper into your purpose, into your chart. And I give you some tips and, and self-care tools and, and all of that. So lots of buddies, okay? Come my buddies, not my buddies. Come on over. Um, and speaking of, if you, you know, like want a little freebie action, free access to our community platform for three months, leave a rating review. We're checking them every week. You can leave it on Spotify and screenshot it and DM it to us at the Cosmic RX. Or if it's on Apple iTunes, put your Instagram handle in the rating review and we will uh, let you know if you've won. So this week, our winner is Yoga Poses Grace. The review says astrology for the new generation. Maddie is a breath of fresh air. Oh, you in the astrological and spiritual community. She's a social justice warrior. Okay, I try. I'm just trying, you know, really just trying here, but I appreciate that. And brings astrology down to earth. Yes, that's what we're all about. This is a new generation for people who are into personal growth, no matter where you're at on your journey. I totally take notes while I listen. It's a Virgo thing. Love it. It's a Virgo thing. I'm obsessed with that. I just want like merch that says that. So that way when I will go out in public, people know why I'd be taking lists while I'm walking 
and uh, hyper-scrutinizing everything. It's a Virgo thing. So thank you so much to Yoga Poses Grace. We'll be DMing you or you DM us, whatever comes first, and we'll get you that access code for three free months of our community and three free months of our daily Cosmic RX texting where we give you the astro weather updates, affirmations, manifestation prompts, all that. Okay, so be like Yoga Poses Grace. Leave a rating review. It really helps us. It really supports us. Anything you all can do to to support us, I so appreciate. It just keeps our little mm, passion project, mission-driven little experiment here going. And we love that for us. We got to break down if astrology isn't real moments from the week, right? If you're new here, settle up, okay? This is where we just kind of reflect back on the week and we're having the moments of like, holy shit, the cosmic dots, they are connecting. This is so literal astrology and it's it's one of our favorite things to do here. This week, I got a lot of requests to talk about the um, Elon Musk and Twitter deal falling through, which... I felt good about. I was happy that fell through. Lord knows what's next up anyone's sleeve, you know. Some things that I thought were interesting about this deal in astrology. Let's talk about it. So a few things off the bat. Um, we don't have Elon Musk's birth time. If someone gets their hands on it, let your girl know. But we do know he's a cancer son and a uh, Mercury in cancer and a Venus in Gemini. Why do I point this out right now? Well, because... At the time of the deal getting called off, the time he, you know, pulled out, if you will, he was in his, you know, very close to his actual solar return, but definitely in his birthday solar return season and he's in his Mercury return and his Venus return. And I don't know what that man has going on or a human, what, whatever, alien, I don't know, whatever, what, I don't know where his head's at, but it was some very interesting astrology because when we go through our solar return, any return there's a moment of clarity, for sure. There's a moment of reflection. And there's a moment of like, is this all lining up? Is this where I want to go? Is this, is what's coming with me on the next return, on the next revolution, on the next trip around wherever I'm going through, right? Saturn return, Venus return, Mercury return. Um, solar return is once a year. Venus return is kind of Venus and Mercury once a year-ish too. So the fact that he had all of this in all these returns felt like for him, maybe like a deep moment of reflection of like this, is this in alignment with me? Venus, my values, but how I want to make money. Mercury, you know, having those ahas, sun sign, like, is this what I really want to to do? Does this align with my sense of self? There also could be some astro fuckery going on. I don't know. Sometimes I look at people and I'm like, yeah, definitely have an astrologer because this is too weird. The timing of how you're doing this or if that, or maybe that just speaks to, um, the if astrology isn't real moments. But it was very interesting because I was trying to follow the timeline of exact events. And it was like, okay, Elon Musk announces that he's going to buy Twitter on, well, actually, first he bought some 9.2% or something like that on 4.4. So I was like, okay, 4.4, interesting day to do anything. Then he, you know, announced that he was going to offer to buy the company on April 14th. And then he had a tweet that went out on like the 25th, 26th. I was trying to find the exact tweet, but I didn't know going back through all of his stuff. But it was like a rocket ship's like, yes, we're doing it, where, you know, Twitter accepted his deal on the 25th. And that was right as Mercury went into the retro shade. Okay, so we're like, okay, interesting. 
And then on May 13th, Elon Musk announces the deal is off. Okay. And I'm like, this is literally three days after Mercury retrograde begins. So I'm like, okay, going back on something. Look at this. <laughs> Uh-uh. I committed to this in like the shadow and now during the retrograde it's like this might not be happening the bots all of that right then things you know progress and then on July 8th Musk announces he is walking away from the deal and this is during the Mercury Venus solar return now there is some lawsuit I guess you know probably multiple going on by Twitter and I guess also wanted to point out that his offer was $44 billion and he like started on 4-4 and the timeline of this with like the Mercury retrograde and the Mercury retrograde and then in all these returns, it's either just such literal astrology or Elon Musk has someone astro guiding. And I, I don't know what his ultimate game plan is. Who ever knows? I don't even want to go into the chart to understand that. But he's uh, he's living out that that literal astrology. And there was some interesting things other, you know, more nitty gritty things I found, but, um, his Mars is in Aquarius. And I always kind of think about that with like, yeah, he, he's fueled by being futuristic, by being visionary, by moving forward, by like, yeah, something like progressive. So even though Aquarius could be community, Twitter to me, isn't really an online community. It's just like a void where we go to yell things. And really just my instinct would be with someone like Elon Musk based on him and his chart, he wouldn't buy someone else's. That's not visionary, right? Like he's someone who wants to be adapting and doing new things and innovating and that like feeds his ego. So just that alone, I was like, Meh, I don't know. He's also in his Chiron return, just like Mr. Will Smith, just like some other people we've talked about on the pod here. So if astrology isn't real, then why? And another like micro moment that I thought was cool, because again, it's not always the, it's not always the one that I get to talk about like happy news with if astrology isn't real but i thought it was really cool the space glitter photos that came out this week from nasa's web telescope james webb space telescope they're like oh my god the stellar art the cosmic cliffs the cosmic dust the the glitter oh my god first of all like so confirming that everything we knew about the universe she is glittery they are fantastic um they're fabulous and I thought it was cool because the day that it was announced, Jupiter was contraparallel Neptune, which is a lot about the dissolution and expansion of previous boundaries, especially as it relates to expansion, art, space, faith, spirituality, again, like what we even know is possible. And it also kind of felt like a nod to just some of the astrology we're in. We're in a very Aquarius era, which is a lot about like outer space progress um, for the next 10 years. And then we had the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction this year on April 12th. That was like a whole new activation of a new spiritual and creative era in our life. And I feel like this was like nature being like, here's some major inspo mood board for this moment. And again, it was just fun to see something going around on the timelines and the fees and people sharing something that was just like beautiful and expansive and reminding us of how held we are. Okay. So I'm going to leave it there. There's more I could do, but let's just leave it there with Elon Musk and, and space glitter. Let's talk about the moon. Who wants to talk about the moon? Me, me, Bruno Mars, talking to the moon, talking about the moon. We are going to dive into, this is your daily report. The moon affects our inner world. 
So if you listen to nothing else on this podcast with the larger transits, just checking in with the moon, the moon's everything. She helps us understand what we're feeling, what the best use of our effort, intention, energy, emotional, you know, regulation, how, how we're going to regu- regulate ourselves emotionally, come back to center and gives us just something to like focus on. Or if you're someone like me who needs help with like planning their time energy management, I feel like the moon really helps with that. So Friday, the day this podcast comes out, we have the moon is an Aquarius. So moon is an Aquarius. Saturn's hanging out in Aquarius, as we know. So there can be kind of an urge to maybe get something done, especially in the tech realm. If you need to do something like that before the weekend, so you can clear up some space and then enjoy the moon in Aquarius. Get together with a community, whether it's reconnecting with friends you haven't seen in a while or joining some kind of different meetup, networking, I don't know what, cornhole league, whatever. Just get out there, be amongst the people, see what happens from there. Moon and Aquarius, we want to look out for on those days. can be kind of like fixed in the way we think things have to be um, or maybe even thinking that we know more than other people. Like, oh my God, my best friend is staying with me and she's reading a book about like the intelligence of, oh God, I'll have to put it on my Instagram. It's like the intelligence of not knowing Knowing what you don't know is what I'm trying to say. So let's think about that, okay? Saturday weekend. Guys, got a Pisces moon weekend. Cancer sun, Pisces moon. Get ready to feel all the damn feels, baby. But also Pisces moon, Cancer sun weekend. We're feeling psychic AF. We are definitely wanting to make time to be in or near water or like play, take care of ourselves, go with the flow. Like let's not try and overpack our schedule. Let's also make time to feel our feels because they do want to be felt. They want to be felt on this weekend. So what does that feel like to you? Making a good playlist, painting, art, going expressing yourself, like, you know, talking it out with someone. If you've something you've been holding in, like let it out, go for a salt bath, go for a soak, a swim, sweat, cry, just whatever it is. Let's connect to water and our feelings. We're going to look out for being a little, like flaky all over the place. We still want to have some boundaries and structures. And we definitely, uh, yeah, boundaries are going to be a key word for this weekend. Protecting your energy because your energy is open, mama. Like we want to, yeah, take it back in. Don't put up boundaries. You know what that means for you in your life, okay? Monday, I love when the astrology works like this. After our Pisces moon floaty, flowy weekend, we got moon moves into Aries, Monday, Tuesday. And then it's like, let's get some shit done. Let's go for something. Let's put ourselves first. Let's burn off some energy. Let's go. Okay. So moon and Aries, we are just whatever your name is. Like for me, it's Maddie. Those are Maddie days. Okay. Aries moon. What's your name? Jessica. Roberta. Dave. I don't know. It's that's, that's the day it is. It's, it's for you those days. And I want you to do something that burns off energy in those days. Get some cardio in and blow some steam. Like, I don't know, or just do something by yourself. That's why it feels good. Cause we can kind of like come back to ourselves is a natural way of blowing off steam. Peopley, peopley places can make us frustrated. <laughs> so speaking of, we want to make sure we blow off that steam and avoid blowing up on someone. Okay. Keeping that in check. 
Then Wednesday at 2, 2, 2, the moon moves into Taurus. So Wednesday and Thursday, we have moon and Taurus days. Mm, 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 Mars is there. We got a whole like Taurus end of the month coming up. So I, with Mars and Taurus, have been so obsessed with cooking, coastal grandma life, buying so many plants, like unprecedented amount of plants for myself. So Moon and Taurus, what does it mean to get grounded, to get into your body, to get into the earth? What does that mean for you? Let's slow it down. Let's make it feel like a Nancy Myers movie. Let's connect with all of our senses. All right. Dropping in. I'm learning so much from like my Mars and Taurus. One of my mentees is going through her Mars return and damn, she is on fire. But like just how she connects to the earth and to life and to food and to art. It's really inspiring to me. So like make that a priority those days. Mars, uh, moon and Taurus days. And we're going to look out. Well, because Mars is there, we are going to look out for the temper again. But the temper may manifest less of an outburst energy. Like moon and Aries days, it may manifest more in like stubborn, digging your heels in, not wanting to see someone else's point of view or not wanting to do something like just because you didn't come up with the idea or plan or whatever resolution. So we're just going to be open-minded. We're going to be flexy. We're going to like state our emotional needs and talk it out and not hold on to things. And that's how we're going to get through the week. Okay, my baddies. Sounds good. So let's talk about the astrology of the week. This is one of those weeks. I'm not saying it's like, wow, easy, breezy, perfect. But you know, I keep saying the summer, this summer is the astrology to get shit done, to go after things, to take some real actionable and fun, freeing, fulfilling steps towards what lights you up. Because the fall, woo, is going to get weird. So we want to enjoy this like forward momentum time we have through now through like middle of October, okay? And July, what is the astrology? Cuckoo banana pants. So we're going to talk about that next week, but I'm just saying all this. So we kind of want to understand like the larger cycles that are coming up, what we're in, how we're taking advantage of this energy. So, you know, right now we're just Mars and Taurus taking slow, steady, very real action steps. Mars and Taurus, other people's opinion of us is not our business. It's not our business. We just had our full moon in Capricorn. We got clear. We reassessed some of our structures, systems that we need to take accountability, accountability, radical responsibility for our lives. We're checking with the emotional bank account. Who is making too many withdrawals? Who is making some deposits? How can we check in with that more? And also full moon and Capricorn was like, let's redefine your level of success. Let's think about what you need to have your inner world nourished, nurtured, balanced, and having your outer world being on fire, living with integrity, creating a legacy, making an impact. Bam. Now we arrive to this week. Now we arrive to this week and the universe is like, okay, I'm going to give you a little juicy something. I'm going to give you a little Venus in Cancer. Okay. Mm, this is like a love that feels like a perfect day at the ocean or the sea, like warm sunshine on your skin, balmy breeze, ripe fruit, just like sand in your toes. This is love that makes you feel like home. And all of our relationships get to be dipped in this sweetness, in this honey, okay? Venus in Cancer is Stevie Nicks energy, baby, okay? Like, Yes, we are emotional. We are profound. We are, our love is like so much to teach us that wants to move through us. And then we have ending out the week. Sorry. So that I should probably tell you when these actual like dates are, right? 
So Venus, goddess planet of aesthetics, love, values, being extra, being opulent, the heart energy, moves into Cancer July 17th and will stay there through 8-11, August 11th. And then later in the week, Mercury moves into Leo July 19th. Okay, getting us ready. It's like a warm up. It's an amuse bouche. It's the opening act to the sun in Leo season. Um, and that's July 19th to August 4th. So, like, Venus in Cancer wants us to come into a place where things, yeah, feel like that warm, perfect day at the beach energy, like the place you go in your meditations. How do we come into a place where we feel cozy and comfortable and safe? This is like love and safety going together. That's why we like go to those beach places in our meditations, right? They feel safe. They feel relaxing. So asking yourself, like, what do I need in my life right now to bring in more of that safety, to bring in more of that like joy and beauty and fulfillment and love, but that feels like steady, like the ocean that feels warm, like the sand that feels comforting, like a balmy breeze. And we're like, we're feeling into that. Okay. It's definitely a time for uh, romantic boosts in the love department. We've had like Venus and Gemini, which is very buzzy, activity oriented. We want to play games, love that's a little competitive, love that's chatty, love that's like, let's do, 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 go, go, go. And now Venus and Cancer is like, let me wrap you up in this. Let's snuggle up. Okay. You might even feel like you want to take that summer fling, maybe you want to DTR to find a relationship or get it a little bit more serious. The biggest things that I want us to focus on for this time is, yes, security, safety. How do you feel into that? Venus and Cancer may also have you wanting to shift your values to reconnecting with family or maybe introducing your family to your new boo bay or booze and bays. So we want to connect to what really matters. We want to connect to our roots. Maybe we want to learn more about our lineage. We want to like, the connecting to our past is very important to feel grounded and centered as we move forward. Venus in Cancer time, I mean, you know, Mercury's in Cancer too. So Venus, Mercury, it's a great time to learn more about where you came from. There's therapy, like IFS, internal family systems, or family constellations as a practice. You can look up someone who does it in your area. Just may help you give more like words and clarity and granularity to underlying issues that have been passed down generationally. So that way you can like put that to rest. You don't have to carry that baggage in your heart anymore. Ritual, things to honor your spiritual side, very important during Venus and Cancer. Kitchen magic, get in the kitchen, kitchen witching, bring it on, okay? Like bless your food, bless your belly, slow down, look up like your great grandma's recipe, make your favorite chocolate chip cookies, make something that just like infuse, if you're going to make even a freaking chop salad or cowboy caviar. I want you to infuse every lettuce, every piece of corn kernel, infuse it with love and like let yourself eat that, right? So Venus and Cancer, we're owning all of that. We also may be feeling a little extra sensitive. Um, We just want to look out for feeling like codependent or clingy. You Venus and Cancer, we don't want to like we love love, we love security, but we don't want to love it in a way that feels like grabby, needy with those crab claws. We also want to like give that space, right? Ocean, ebb and flow, ebb and flow. And Venus and Cancer is very maternal. So we might be like, we want to take care of the people we love around us, but also watch out to where we get to like mothering slash smothering roles. Like if you are in a romantic relationship, you are here to be that person's partner, supportive. You're not here to be their mommy. 
unless you want to be their dom mommy in the bedroom, but that's a different story. And we also want to look out for where we are loving other people, but also like we don't want to smother them, right? We want to give them a little space, let them grow, let them be who they want to be. And also like Venus and Cancer always just feels like that, like Venus de Milo or that Venus like coming out of the clamshell energy. So like honoring your inner beauty in some kind of way, it feels Venus and Cancer is very etheric to me, right? When we go through Venus transits, it very much affects our sense of like aesthetics and beauty and visuals. So I don't know, maybe like wear some flowy silk clothing, bring in things that feel pearlescent, get a cool like, I don't know, shell barrette to wear in your hair or like wear some mother of pearl. Like it just feels like it's time to like look and feel like a little bit of an ocean goddess, whatever that is, whatever that feels like to you. So we are in coziness we are in comfort we are in old-fashioned sentimentality i feel like everyone should maybe even like have a heart-to-heart talk with someone cook something that's homemade watch like a romantic comedy especially one that's like you know makes you feel nostalgic oh my god moonstruck that just came through because duh moon venus and cancer let's watch moonstruck all together i've never even seen it but i feel like i need to like i can't believe i submitted that but i feel like Things like that, we need to be going back into that feeling, all right? Venus is also associated with money, um, so cancer is connected to money. So it's a great time to check in with your, like, financial health, but in a way of, like, how is my money feeling? Is it feeling nourishing to me? Is there, do I have new intentions around that? New ways I want to receive that? And the ways we spend money, we might want to be, like, yeah, doing things, returning, spending money. Go to a hotel you went to on your first date with your boo. Go to, you know, I don't know what. Take a trip to somewhere you went when you were in middle school and just learning about yourself and freedom. Go buy a book you loved in college, right? So there's there's something about, like, this returning, returning, nostalgia, nostalgia, going to our roots. We don't want to get stuck there. It's like sweetness. We don't want to get in that stickiness of, of the nostalgia. But we're, we're doing that. And then, um, not but a few days later, we have Mercury is in Leo. Like I said, getting us ready for the whole ass Leo season. So when Mercury moves into Leo, those might be the days that you're ready to roar, baby. Your communication, your consciousness, what you're focusing on your mind is going to feel like, yes, shifting from that intuitive, sensitive, inward, ethereal cancer into bold, vibrant, larger than life is just the right side, charismatic as fuck Leo, okay? We are feeling more confident, creative, passionate. If you are, it's like major spark of creative energy time. This is time to like put yourself out there, launch your thing, share your art, put yourself on a stage, make the damn TikTok. And this is like full steam ahead time for anything that's about you, creativity, self-expression, play, pleasure, letting yourself bask in your own regal, radiant, light and sharing that with others okay and yeah like your mind is going to be craving activities that helps you feel seen so we're tapping into that all right this is a great time to to put it out there put it out there baby we got jupiter and aries playing off this mercury and leo all right that's what i'm gonna leave us for today i mean (laughs) abrupt stop but i'm like that's it it's leo it's sunlight it's warmth it's venus and cancer it's the ocean, it's the sea, it's like the returning to ourselves and home, but also a little bit like out there energy, right? Mercury and Leo, we're having both. We're going inward, we're getting cozy, 
but Leo season's like time to put on like the freaking neon spandex outfit and go out there and shake what your mama gave you. So we're navigating both of those. Please tag us in any of your rituals, anything you do that feels Venus in Cancer, Mercury in Leo. I love seeing inspiration. I love seeing astrology in action in your lives. Tag us in the top Cosmic Rx for that. Come join our community. Come play. We're having a great ass time over there. And also like come find me at I am Maddie Murphy. DM me if astrology is in real moments. Let me know. Like I said last week, I would love to follow you. I had a scammer, multiple scammers. And I was like, they can't have all the fun. So I want to follow you guys. I want to connect with you. So, so slide in my DMs. Let me know what you're doing, what you're up to. And, you know, our closing prayer, closing out this beautiful, sacred podcast experience. I am reaching out my heart to your heart. I am wrapping you in stardust. I am calling in hot sex and fat juicy checks and stacks of cash money for all of us. And I ask you this week to go out there, make magic, share your light, love yourself fully, and take no shit, you bad bitch. Okay? Until next week. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.